Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Embracing Chaos podcast. Today, it was my pleasure interviewing my good friend, Ashley. We talk all things Chick-fil-A, being hurt in the church, and I just love her honesty and kindness. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. So here it is. Well, hey, Ashley, I'm so excited that you are joining us today. How are you today? I'm so good. Hanging out in my closet. How are you? (laughs) I've said this so many times, but literally all of you are in your closets. (laughs) Okay. I've been listening to the podcast and my husband asked me, he was like, you know, where are you going to be doing this? Like podcasting? I was like in the closet. And he's yep. like, are you sure? I'm like, no, I listened to it. And that's what everyone else does. Cause the kids are away. It's the safest place. Like, it's okay. It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Well, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. So my name's Ashley. I'm 26 years old. I was born, raised, and still am living in Reno, Nevada. Um, I've woo. been married to my husband, Joey, right? Woo, woo. Um, I've been married to my husband, Joey, for almost five years. So I have a son named Jackson. He's three. And I have a daughter named Parker, and she's about to turn two. Um, and they are so stinking so cute. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks. They look cute on, on social media. Well, don't all <laughs> of our children. Right. <laughs> Oh, I love them dearly, but with this quarantine, it's been, it's been a little rough. bit of a struggle, not going to lie. Which Especially we'll probably dive do... more into that later too, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. But anyways, so I'm mainly a stay-at-home mom, but I also do some work for my mom's business on the side. And I also work uh, from home at our local Chick-fil-A, which is like the best ever. Wait, what? How do you yeah. work from home for Chick-fil-A? So. I do. Well, sometimes I do in-person stuff. So I'll do like the decor on the inside. You know how, when you go into Chick-fil-A, they always have the cute arrangements. Yeah. That's like my job. Yeah. Wait, I want to get hired. How do you get that? <laughs> so actually how it ended up working out is I met the owner's wife and we're like best friends now. She's amazing. And she brought it up that they were looking for somebody. And, you know, I had had experience with doing online stuff because I so I do in person like the decor but I also do their social medias so that's kind of the part that I do from home love it so so do you get free food I do get free food but it's only like when I go there like you're probably not allowed to say it so also next question and then I'll drop it because I'm just so interested ask all the questions I don't want to you know get into anything legal over here but um so do you do they give you like a budget for going out and buying flowers and then you go do all those like centerpieces we I had suggested doing real flowers but our location I actually I make them you like the um the owner wanted like a specific kind of arrangement so I've been gluing and doing all like the fake plants so it is still plant but Okay, so anyone <laughs> yeah. who wants this job, go to your local Chick-fil-A <laughs> and get buddy buddy with them. <laughs> yes. No. That's awesome. No, and it was it was so funny how it all ended up working out. But yeah, it's just been so nice to like have something for myself yep. on the side. But I know. I yeah. really need that. Right. And if it's Chick-fil-A, I mean hands down. It's 
the best. <laughs> I'm like kind of surprised right now that they have this job. Right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I'm, everyone's going to be going out to their Chick-fil-A's tomorrow. <laughs> right. Hire me. I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. Cause they are, that's the thing. Like Chick-fil-A's are, you know, they're usually packed. They're pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. So they, a lot of the times they don't have the time to deal with the small, not small stuff. Cause it still is pretty big to right. promote, but it's kind of like the last thing on like a director's mind. So right. it's nice to have someone like me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, and it's obviously different right now just because we're all quarantined and we're not really oh, in all yeah. these places. So I guess. Yeah. That- well, and I don't know, I don't know what it's like for you guys out there, but here we're still open through the drive through so it's like now it's like we're really promoting drive-through. Like how many people yeah. we kind of yeah. let people know that we're still open, but there's I'm pretty sure we are too. I mean, I haven't been out in I think two weeks. But right? isn't that crazy? I know. I'm yeah. like, am I gonna remember how to drive? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so I actually I actually met with my friend the other day. And we parked our cars right next to each other. And I like got out a ruler to make sure that we were six <laughs> feet apart. <laughs> so this kind of leads me into our next question. Cause I know we talked a little bit yeah. about like being quarantined and the chaos and craziness of all of that. So tell me some things that have kept you calm in this time. So I'm going to be honest here. Okay. Because I think there's beauty in being vulnerable. Yes. I just, I'm not dealing with it great. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, Thank you for being honest. I, uh, I, well, there are days, you know, when I wake up and I'm like, oh, like I, like my go-to, I'd say like, if I have to answer that question, like <laughs> it would be that I, <laughs> like, I really try to lean on the Lord. And in my mind, I sometimes just get so overwhelmed where all that comes out is just like, just help me, Lord. Yeah. Like, so I'll have days like that where it's like, help me to be patient with my kids, especially my son right now, because he doesn't understand what's going on. Neither of them do, but you know, Jackson's almost four now and it's, he just doesn't understand. So my patience, you know, like it's just been hard for me, but yes. And so you know, there are days where I, I wake up and like, I'm motivated, I feel good. And then there's other days where I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing great, you know, but yeah. I think that's just kind of how it is sometimes, you know, in such like an, un, everything that's going on is so like unknown. Yeah, it's just honestly, it's just been hard for me, especially because um, I know we've talked a little bit about this before, but I do struggle with depression a little bit. And I noticed over the years that a trigger for me is, well, I don't know if it's a trigger, but um, like being at home is usually like not good for me. Like I need to force myself to get out and I feel so much better. So with quarantine, it's like adding that like extra yeah. layer of like, oh, okay. Right. So now we're battling a couple of things here, right. but I think just having that open heart really does help me on those days where I like mentally can get to that point, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and working out, like, does that help you going on walks or? Yes, it does. But again, like, it's so weird. Some days, like, this sounds so silly, but it's like, it's hard for me to like, even brush my hair. Yeah. It doesn't like, like that, the like, motivation is just like not there anymore. Yeah. For a lot and of I, people. and I can't, you know, and my husband, he's the best. He's always like, 
are you okay? Like, and <laughs> it's not to say, okay, I'm, I'm making it sound like I'm losing my <laughs> No, I think you're stuff. speaking to a lot of people that are feeling the same way. I feel like a lot of times I beat myself up because, you know, I think it's easy to look at other Christian moms and like, I'm just like, how do you do that? Like, yeah. how do you, like, it just all kind of seems perfect from the outside, which I know it's not. Right. But yeah, I think I just got to be honest with that. And, and to know that that's okay. Like at the end of the day, I know that the Lord loves me and yeah. he's going to see me through that when I struggle because, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but I, you know, I have struggled with my faith and there's a lot of things that have happened over the years that have really discouraged me, but I always like cling to that, that like, that the Lord, he's always there. Even on my days where I'm having a hard time showing up or it doesn't make sense in my head at the moment, you know, like he's always, he's always there you know, that does not change no matter how much I'm struggling. So how has God shown himself in your life? Oh man. I know. know. It's such a loaded question. Such (laughs) a long list. Oh, I could talk for days, but for sure, I think just reflecting and preparing for this, I was just thinking about these past couple of years, honestly, like I just mentioned, we, Joey and I have really been struggling. My husband we've struggled for a long time. Not that we've been like, Oh, we don't believe in God anymore. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be Christians. It wasn't that it was more of, I guess, kind of backing track here. So Joey and I met in church, but he wasn't always a Christian before. And I grew up in the church forever. I'd say after high school, I was born and raised same church, but never was interested And then after I graduated high school, I kind of hit rock bottom and that's when I like found the Lord and I really got involved in the church that I grew up in because, you know, I knew all these people, they were my family and we had a lot of new people coming in. And you know, when you first become a Christian, it's like, you're so encouraged. You're just like, wait, so when did you become a Christian? I was baptized and committed my life to the Lord after high school, after okay. I graduated. So you grew up in the church, but you actually like committed your life and lived that after yeah. high school. Oh, cause I didn't, I didn't want any part of it. I mean, I grew okay. up in more of a strict conservative church. Okay. So there were a lot of things that I kind of disagreed with. Yeah. But did you still um, go every Sunday? Yeah, I had to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was a rule. Okay. That was a rule for sure that I had to go to church, but um, after I graduated, that was kind of like, um, maybe, you know, my parents kind of let it be my own decision. And I just got so plugged in when we had some new people come in and, um, yeah, it was just such an encouraging time for me. And that's how I met Joey. Like we met through that group and we were, it was, it was literally the best, which (laughs) makes it so hard because everything pretty much fell apart, which is so sad. I mean, we were so involved. Like these were people who we saw every single day. Mm. Like we were family, you know? And after this whole explosion happened, that's what, that's just what I call it because that's what it felt like. Um, Joey and I struggled for a really long time and we tried um, to stay at that church 
for almost a year after um, kind of like the big fallout that had happened. And I mean, I could not get through a service without crying, like Mm. crying my eyes out. And it's, it's sad because, you know, church, I feel like is supposed to be a place where, you know, the world is so chaotic that you're supposed to come to church and feel that like relief and connected to God. And I just didn't feel that way anymore. And I was Mm -hmm. questioning a lot of things that were happening, you know, and like the decisions that people made, the decisions that Joey and I made at that time, you know? Mm -hmm. So we ended up taking, I'd say about a year to just go and explore different churches. Our eyes were just like totally open to, wow, you know, these people do things differently and they have biblical reasons for that, you know, because I was, I was kind of under the impression that, you know, people who did things differently than us were just doing it because they wanted to. Hmm. And when it was the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, we're kind of the right way. They're the wrong way. I mean, there are people who, when we left, they were considering us that we weren't saved anymore. Oh, wow. We were in sin. And that's not to say that everybody reacted that way. Um, We still love so many people there. And yeah, like it's still, we still love people there, but that was a big struggle for us where it's like, you know, we really just questioned a lot of things and Mm -hmm. it was so, so good for us. It was, it was hard because we were leaving, especially me, I was leaving family in my mind, you know, that I had grown up with my whole life to go uh, to other churches where I'm like, what is this? Like, what you is guys this? have musical <laughs> instruments? Like, right? <laughs> it freaked me out, you know, because I wasn't used to that. But I think it was so good for us to really like dive in. And mm-hmm. I realized for myself that my faith was in those people, was in the situation. You know, it really wasn't rooted in yeah. Christ which I think can happen a lot and we don't yeah. even realize it. Yep. And that was just a huge wake up call for us. And, you know, we've struggled. This was, uh, well, almost five years ago when this happened and, you know, we've gone back and forth. We've had so many deep discussions, but um, yeah, we just, we struggled for a long time. And I think these past couple months, it's finally, like I finally felt this peace about mm-hmm. everything because I really obviously like again we made poor decisions other people made bad decisions like it was just not good all around that's just messy yes and that in I just was carrying that like I was carrying the anger I mean from what happened I mean people got divorced people left the church so many, so many things, things happened that, yes and it was stemmed from so much anger and it's just so sad because it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way Mm. I I don't know I always think about something one of my friends told me she said that every time she meets someone new she always says just right up I just want you to know straight up that I'm going to disappoint you at some point (laughs) oh wow (laughs) and I was like you really say that and she's like yeah She's like, because I just want to remind people, I'm not perfect. I'm yeah. going to make mistakes. I'm a sinner too, just best. like you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, was I like, thought that's like, what that we all, all kind of knew. Like, right? this, well, don't we all know this already? <laughs> right. I know. But I, I really thought about it though, where it's like, 
I really, I think I hold people up to standards, yeah. like such high standards, because I'm not that way. And I want mm-hmm. to be that way. I want to be more spiritual. I want to be more connected with Christ. But that hasn't always been an easy thing for me. So I think it's pretty easy for me to put people up on a pedestal. And mm-hmm. I definitely did that. So learning that and dealing with all those feelings, like it was, it was just really hard. So what's but, finally kind of brought you to this piece that you have now, especially during quarantine? Like yeah. how has that all played a part? Yeah. Well, it's so funny because during when all of this kind of blow up was happening, bless my sweet husband, <laughs> he went to a meeting with some of the people that were disagreeing and he was kind of there as like a mediator, you know, oh cause you're we just in the middle of this, like what the heck is going on? And he came home and I'll never forget. He was like, I asked him, I was like, how did it go? And he's like, at one point they were literally screaming at each other, screaming at each other. Christians, oh. where our, our go-to is supposed to be love. Oh my gosh. You know, and I, and I thought about yep. that where it's like, how much of this could have been avoided if we just loved one another? Because man, I have failed in that. And not just with people that I disagree with on biblical things or whatever, like that's the same for my husband, like our marriage, you know, like, am I, am I truly loving him? Am I truly loving, you know, these people maybe that I'm struggling with, you know? So I I do think sometimes we can say love, we just need to love people. We just need to love people, but then we start accepting everything. And then that's when it starts getting to be totally not gospel centered. And so you can go down a rabbit hole like that. But if you understand, I think all of that is like the root of pride. And once you know that you need Jesus just as much as I need Jesus, and we are on the same page, then your conversations are totally different. But the second somebody comes in a relationship thinking they are better than you, that they are that they know better than you, that they think that their life is better than you and that you don't deserve what you are, you know, the blessings that you have in your life or whatever the situation is, it is going to just stink of pride and ungodliness. And to me, that is, that is Pharisee land. That is Pharisee territory. Yes. (laughs) To a T. Does, you do have to get to a point where you're like, you know, especially after when we started having kids, it was like, is this what I want for my kids? Exactly. Is this what I want them to know? Yeah, absolutely not. So why are we still doing this? But it's hard, you know, it's not like every church that you go to is going to be perfect. I mean, or or that we're going to agree with everything, you know, the church that we uh, were attending before all the quarantine stuff happened, you know, we don't agree with everything that they necessarily do, but just the place that they're coming from, where we're coming from love and giving people that grace, that is so huge for people, that grace. And it's not to say that we just say, oh, well, people are sinning. That's fine. Grace covers it. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like, we're all trying our best to serve the Lord. Like at the end of the day, I truly believe that when we die, that's what the Lord will see. He's going to see our hearts. 
Yep. He's not going to be like, oh, you had instruments when you worshiped me? Like, oh, absol- absolutely not. not. No? Like all yeah. he cares about is like you yeah. said, your heart. People, people can just get so wrapped up in unnecessary things. And the most frustrating part is that you can't change people's hearts. That's why I think when people say marriage advice, you know, some of the best marriage advice is don't go in it hoping to change the other person. It's just so true. Like that's <laughs> oh, any relationship. And, like, and try and try our best. Right. Try, just trying our best. Well, that's why it says that's, be at, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. That is our heart and that's all we can do. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so sorry you've had yes. to walk these hard things, but I know God is bringing you to probably a better understanding of him. Or is that just totally yeah. not true? <laughs> oh no, it's totally. And I, I've learned so much. I mean, if we hadn't gone through the issues that we did, I never would have really opened my Bible and questioned things. Mm. You know, I, I wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't gone through, you know, what we did. And yes, it's horrible and unfortunate. And man, I, again, I have to reiterate, I made so many mistakes, you know, I don't want to come on here and being like, oh, no. like look at all these people and what they did, you know? No. <laughs> I mean, there are so many things looking back that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I assumed that, or I said that, or I reacted that way, you know, but I think in the end, God's grace is there. And yeah. I just hope and pray that we all can come to a better understanding of the truth. Yeah. You know? What would you tell other women who are going through a really difficult time being either hurt by the church or Christians or somebody that just claims that they're a believer? What would you tell those people? Oh man. Well, first I'd say you're not alone. Yeah. Because I think that- <laughs> You got me like, and Ashley over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're not alone because I, I feel like for a lot of people, it's something that we just don't talk about, you know? Yeah that you're not alone in that. And it's okay to question. It's okay. Yeah. You, we should be questioning. We should be asking is what I'm doing glorifying God, you know, yeah. and don't be afraid to do that because I, I was told that what we're doing is right. This is a hundred percent. What's right. We're good. Other people, they're not going to heaven. And that's you know? so sad. Cause who cares? Like I, it yeah. is your own personal relationship with the Lord. And until that is not, like solid, then you're not going to be able to go out and be a witness to other people. And it's just yeah. so frustrating that well, I'm very passionate about this. I should be quiet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I am too. It's, it's good. Yeah. And it, I, I think it's something that needs to be told. It needs to be heard, you know, yeah. but yeah, I just say like, like, you're not alone in this and like, it's okay to ask questions. I mean, it's going to be scary. Like I was terrified going to other churches and it was un- it was so uncomfortable for me like so one of the things at least at our church um before you could not go up to say a prayer if you uh didn't have a collared shirt and we went to a church where i think it was someone went up and like they were kind of like wearing sweatpants they weren't wearing like pajamas or anything but more like casual wear yeah and joey and i were just squirming in our seat and after um the lesson we got in the car joey was like oh i was so distracted by what that guy was wearing like i was just so uncomfortable i said i was too and then we had this moment where we were like wait is that because we've just been told that that's wrong 
And that, or, you know, is that like, is that what God said? Or is that just what we've been taught, you know? And so I I think it's okay. It's okay to question. It's okay to question things. It's important because I have a completely different perspective. I have so much more love in my heart to give for that reason, you know? Oh man. I have so many things I want to say. Right? Oh my gosh. Well, it's just so sad that people think that there's a to-do list to get to Jesus and Mm -hmm. that you have to look a certain way, act a certain way when all God wants is our hearts. And he just wants us to come to him as we are. The freedom that can be found in a personal relationship with Christ is it's huge. It, it's it's everything. just yes, it is everything. everything. And to think that there are dress codes and rules and I mean, are we living under the old covenant or are we living under the new covenant people? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like yeah, get off your high horses and realize, you know, here's the other thing. This is the last thing I'm gonna say and then I'm gonna ask you another question. <laughs> But in Matthew seven, I had to get out my phone because, you know, horrible at memorizing, but it says for in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye. And Mm -hmm. then it goes on and says, or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye and behold, the log is in your own eye. You hypocrite. So it talks about like, first take the speck out of your own eye. The problem that we think is the pride that we have. We look in the mirror and think, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good today. So I I can go to this person and tell them how horrible they are or how horrible they've been or, you know, just it's just, it's a God thing. Like he told me I can do this. Like we slap the Jesus sticker on everything. And so then we say these things, but the problem is... That little speck in your brother's eye, the log in your eye, will always be there until you die and before Jesus. It's called sin. It never comes out. Like, so the fact that we're using this like, oh no, we're good. You're not good. Yeah. not holy. You aren't enough. You aren't amazing. No one is. But because of Jesus, we have this covering over us that God sees us as white as snow, as clean, as beautiful, and as holy. And we have that because Mm -hmm. of what Jesus did. But that doesn't mean that we are awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no. That people have that just, it is yucky. It is so yucky. And you can when you realize your own sin, you see other people's too, but you know what? That's between them and the Lord, like guarantee you're not supposed to do that. So anyways, I was just thinking about that this week. So I'm done now. No, I I loved it. Everything that you were saying is because that really like that pride, that for sure played a massive part in what happened. And like I said, I mean, I know churches and like we're all going to have our issues. Everyone, every church, everywhere you go, we're going to have our issues. But you know, again, like, what do I want to teach my kids? You know, I want them to know the Lord with love. I don't want them to grow up like 
you know, yes, the, the Lord has given us rules to follow and they are important, but that's not all that God is, you know, God is right. loving. There is an, um, a, an emotional connection there. Yep. And I don't know, I'm just really grateful that I've been able to learn that, you know, yep. experience it, it. It freed you. Oh, that piece I'm over. I mean, this is, we're talking a couple years here where I'm finally like the past couple months where it's like, I'm feeling so encouraged. Mm. Like, you know, I feel like I'm getting there again and that's exciting for me. Like I'm, I feel like I'm finally kind of letting go of that hurt and that like sadness, honestly. And that's, have you found a good church? Yeah. So, well, (laughs) it's hard because we're still, we still kind of go around a little bit and with quarantine, yeah. you know, now yeah, it's totally different. We tried for an hour to figure out church online. To like oh get my on goodness. TV, right. But, <laughs> but yeah, we've, we found a church that w- they just stand for everything that I really believe in. Yeah. Like one of the things, especially is that they're so involved with the community and that yeah. is something I had never experienced because again, we're, I grew up kind of in right. that little right. circle. And so like being involved in the community is that's been huge. Like that's something I, that's really important to me. So things like that, it just, it gets me excited and it, yeah. it makes me happy to be there that it's not just like, you know, this list of rules and textbooks or, you know, whatever. Like when I go to church, I'm feeling encouraged and Hey, that's a win for me, Yeah, you know, and other days I'm still struggling. Like, if I'm honest, like a lot of the days I am not the Christian that I need to be, but well, none of us I'm, are right. Well, I don't know. I feel like some people are doing it a lot. Better than me. No, but, but I'm, you need I'm to trying, give yourself you know? that grace that you, the grace that you want to give other people, you need to give to yourself because I know, especially right now. I mean, we are all, I think homeschooling moms that like love homeschooling and have like 10 kids are the ones that are just thriving, you know? Not yeah. really 10. Well, maybe 10, but right. you know, uh, I mean, like I around know four, so. <laughs> three or four, yeah. but you know what I mean? And I, and I feel like yeah. we don't do that. And we're like, I'm used to going to working out. I'm used to going to sports every single day. I'm used to doing school and yeah. doing all these things and running errands and out with people. And I am like always on the go and I have been totally different for us too, you know? So give yourself, yeah. give yourself some of that grace because yeah. It's just a weird, it is a weird time. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's something that honestly, I think I'm always going to struggle with. I have, I can be really hard on myself because again, I do that whole comparing yeah. thing, <laughs> but I'm working on it, you know, but I just, I think it's important to share that, you know, cause I think sometimes people look at Christians again and they're like, oh, they're just, they're so perfect. Like they so do holy. homemade Bible study crap. Oh and gosh like all these passages and they have them, you know, memorized. And it's like, I just, I am so not like that, you know, but, but that's okay. Like, I know that I have different gifts. So what are some of your gifts? What are some of your gifts that you've been doing with your kids (laughs) or just at home during quarantine that have kind of helped you out of depression, helped you out of the funk? I think honestly, just still connecting with people. That's been huge for us we still we've been going on walks with my mom she's like the one person we've been seeing yeah you (laughs) You need that in person but she's like yeah the ruler (laughs) you know but like still talking and connecting with people yeah is huge like just doing this today like this is my 
cool. Like, you know, I was looking forward to this. Oh yeah. You better believe that is why I've been busting my butt doing all these because it's like my only sanity sometimes. I need to talk to an adult. Um, but yeah, just honestly taking it one day, taking it one day at a time, trying to find something to look forward to. Like yes. you know, meeting my best friend the other day at the Chick-fil-A parking yes. lot. We were still being careful. We were in our cars and we had right. the best time. And then the other night we actually did like a Google hangout, like date night with a couple of our friends. Oh, fun. It was the best. We played a game. It was hilarious. Like we had such a good time. So I think just, even though obviously it's not the same, just right. still trying to connect with people and trying my best to get the kids to kind of connect yeah. with, you know, their friends, like they'll chat back and forth on Marco Polo or whatever. Yeah. And honestly, Jackson's teachers have been amazing. They have been doing so many great things to like help him through oh, the week. I know like, teachers have been amazing. Oh my gosh. If you're a teacher and you're listening, thank you so yes, much. Thank you all <laughs> teachers right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally. I mean, we've had Jackson. So he's in a special program um, where they, cause he's a little bit delayed in speech. And so they work with him um, on different things and his physical therapist literally dropped off things for him to do at our front door for him oh, to play with. That's so it was sweet. The best. So things like that, like, cause yeah. again, it's hard. They're so young that they don't understand. Like I Jackson know. was crying, asking to go to church today. And I was like, yeah, we're going to do it like on the TV. And he's like, no <laughs> drive. And I was like, oh. oh buddy, I really wish I could, but taking it one day at a time, yes. and being grateful for the people that we have in our life who are yeah. making a little bit better. I've loved this. And I feel like we were talking about some things that we need like an Ashley part two. So, but I, I do always end the show by giving you a few minutes to share what you're passionate about or working on so that we can keep posted with you. So, well, I've already explained (laughs) Chick-fil-A, my passion for that. (laughs) Um, but I am slowly starting to work on doing uh movie reviews I it's the weirdest thing just recently I've noticed how much I love going to like the movies like an actual theater which of course I can't do now it's just sad sad, but I really love movies or like tv shows and I love just talking with other people about them so I've slowly been trying to work on how to kind of make that yeah thing you know like figuring out what I want to do with that um but yeah that's basically <laughs> I'm so just maybe, trying to survive over here right now I know so in the I future, I get you girl I I post on my stories a lot on Instagram so I'll link your Instagram okay cool so that'll that's where all the information will be eventually when I launch hopefully what I'm thinking about doing with nice. that what about um, blog? Yeah, Do you have I mean, a blog? I don't. I used okay. to. It's hard to keep yeah, up. I don't know. Well, no, I miss really a hard. lot of bloggers out there. Yep. And I just, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't really know what I can necessarily bring to the table. And honestly, I kind of like this whole podcast thing way better than like sitting down and writing, you know? I mean, but, that's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's I'm what we're so doing. <laughs> 
I am so excited that you like started this and I think it's just so great. I think you're, you're amazing. Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I just needed interaction with people. And I know like, (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like I had, I was kind of done talking, you know, I didn't really have much to say anymore. And now to just hear other people's stories because we all have one. We all have something that God's doing. We all are taking quarantine a different way. We're all learning and growing and grieving and going through trials that, you know what, let's talk about it because I feel like I'm a broken record, you you know, when I have had this, I went through this, like everyone's probably (laughs) like, stop it, Nicole, we get it. (laughs) No, no. Cause you never know. Like, honestly, through podcasts, there've been so many times where I'm like, oh, I thought I was the only one. Like right. I legitimately have those moments yes. where I'm like, I thought I was the only person who felt that way. Yeah. So opening up and talking about things is, it could mean a lot to somebody out there, yeah. you know, like it's not easy to talk about the hard stuff, but like I said I before, there's beauty in being vulnerable. I think, yeah. I think that's a huge blessing that we can give to others by yeah. sharing our stories. And that's exactly what you're doing. That's just freaking awesome. Well, I love you. <laughs> I love and you too. Let's take you back and do this again. <laughs> I so would love that round two so because I would like that as well. Yes. So I will link your um everybody who's listening. I will link Ashley's Instagram so that if you've even walked through some hard things with church or Christians or whatever, go ahead and find that link and message her and just. Oh, you know, we, we have, that's what this is for. And just know you're not alone in what you're experiencing and you don't have to feel isolated and just know you're very loved. And there's other people that are going through very difficult things as well. So if not the same thing. So thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I could do it all day. I know. (laughs) And we will have you back and thank you guys for joining us. Bye. You've been listening to episode eight of the Embracing Chaos podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, find me on Facebook, Instagram, all the things, and hope you guys have a great week. Bye.